What's up? What is going on today? It's your boy Daydream. And your boy Steven. Guess who's back? And this is the Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Sportsman. Sportsman. Podcast. Podcast. Episode 43. Man. 43. 43. Boy, you kept it chugging while I was out, dude. Nah, you know, I try, I try to do yeah. a little something, something, you know? Yeah. It makes me feel special because I'm, I'm going to be here for the 50th and the 100th. Trust okay. me. Oh, yeah. Look, we're we going to listen to Kev on stage. Be, be ready to people, yeah. for people to not listen even after 100 episodes. Yep. So we in here. Oh, man, what's going on? Man, your boy had the vid. Woo, boy, I don't wish that on nobody. We're going to talk about it. I, I'm, I got some questions. I'm pretty sure people who have experienced and people who choose not to experience it or put themselves in a safe environment so they don't experience it. Um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so much to talk about. Um, even, um, I'll say this, yesterday I had the internet going nuts. <sighs> going nuts. And at, bananas. And after our production meeting, because I, I was I was one of them. I'm not going to lie, I was one of them. Like, what Kool-Aid is he drinking? He must have drunk that Florida water. I I had to. Definitely want that Flint. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, ooh, but we, I, I, I felt what he was saying after we had our discussion. Yeah, after we talked about it, and I had to break it down because for me, if I put a post out, technically I don't have to explain anything. But for you people, I'm going to give y'all an explanation. And and see, I was hoping to give an explanation because I don't like rocks being thrown at my boy like that, you know. Oh, I'm not worried about yeah. the rocks. They can't hit me because even when God stands me up in front of my enemies, <laughs> they still can't hit me because he protected me. He got a sense of protection around me, so. Okay, okay. So, so much to talk about today. Oh, outside of of me, me having the internet going nuts. Um, it's a lot to discuss. So much. Yeah. Your girl Ida came through. She hit Louisiana, then she say, "I'm gonna downgrade myself, and I'm gonna bust up the East Coast." So, mm. then uh, rain, not like KB. Then, a, then a lot of walking while black situations happen. Uh, then a lot of sports is going on today. Um, well, not today, but just you know, with the past, I guess, week and a half since since, since I did the last one by myself. Yeah, I did. Don't, don't make it sound no, so no, depressing. No, 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 no not, not like that. Not like that. I'm just saying, like, because I was supposed to do episode 43 last Tuesday, but didn't get around to doing it. So things happen, life happens. Ding dong. Okay. So it wasn't like that. <laughs> First things first, first off, I want to offer my prayers to the people of Louisiana and the people on the East Coast, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Um, what happened? You know. The, these folks need to stop naming these hurricanes after these, these old black folk. Because first it was Harvey. He came through and told some stuff up. Now he called Ida. Ida then came through and told some stuff up. Ida Marie. Ooh. <laughs> The, um, the damage she did. I'm. I, I, right. I really wonder about what is Louisiana doing with their money. Cause they. I don't know. 
Um, also, it left um, more than one million people without power, and they won't be restored probably for another three weeks. God bless it. So, ramen noodles every day. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm gonna just dive right into it. Uh, Brittany Renner, in case y'all don't know who she is, and I put in in my in our outline that she's she's dumb and she's a lazy woman. She deserves to have charges brought on her. Yes, she does. So Brittany Renner is the woman who now is getting a divorce from P.J. Washington, who's the NBA player who plays for the Charlotte Hornets. Did I say that right? They used to be the Bobcats. Stupid name. But <clears throat> Bobcats was cool. Was it? Was it? Don't, don't force don't force my hand. I'm trying to be <laughs> the, the normal devil's advocate here. So, <clears throat> so she came out and said that professional athletes are dumb. They're stupid. You know, they spend money doing X, Y, Z or whatever. So, basically saying, she was saying that they're dumb, that you can get them trapped. So, P.J. Washington, which, in, in my mind, I kind of feel for him. Um, because she, she waited till they got married, and she got knocked up. And now, she, I think she's going to be getting like 200000 a month for child support. She don't need all that. But it's based on the man's income. Jesus Christ. But I don't want to jump ahead and say what I want to say. Uh-oh. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. save it. So, but yeah, I think she's dumb. I think she's lazy, and I think that's a problem when you know <clears> men <throat> who work hard, whatever whatever <clears throat> it is that they do for a living, they work hard for what they get, and you want to trap them because you don't want to work for anything. So, moving on, Florida man caught on video pointing a gun and yelling racial slurs, and tries to argue standing your ground. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Idiot. Was that in Florida? Yep. Of course. Always something going yeah. down in Florida. Black woman in Chicago was racially profiled by the police for walking her dog. Like. It wasn't even a real police. It was more like. Uh, security. Security. Like, I'm sorry. And if you're doing security, and I've done security in the past, to where, like, if they ain't doing an illegal I'm not bothering them. I may say, hey, how you doing? Have a good day or night, or whatever the case may be. But I'm not be like, hey, what you doing over here? Huh? Huh? Are you supposed to be over here? First of all, I'm not for to chase nobody down that's walking their dog. Right. If, if, when you see something like that, it's like, I'm walking my dog. Hey, I'm going to take you down. Your first intent is, I see black. I'm going to attack black. Black going to take me back, and I'm going to have uh, lethal restrictions to do what I need to do. Right. I don't see color. Okay. If you don't see color, that you, tells us you see color. Exactly. Moving on, because we want to get to the good part. So did you see? You know, you know. The the meat of the conversation. Texans are going to keep Deshaun Watson on the roster, but he will be inactive each week. Um, he getting paid for it, so I'm okay with that. Free money. Yeah, that's forty million he's about to get. Um. Well, I can't say starting tomorrow because it's already in effect. Five days ago. Yes. We, we've become officially big Florida's big brother. Right. Well, we've always been Florida's big brother because everything is bigger in Texas. Um, no, we're just getting more retarded. Just, just like Florida. Well, let's say bigger. If we're going to do some retarded, we've got to go big. <laughs> like, I think we're the only <coughs> governor who's in, who's, um, who's in the wheelchair. And he passed more laws. Like, even today, he just passed a uh, voting restriction law. 
But the crazy part about it, the Supreme Court trying to bounce in on that because a lot of the stuff in that law is interfering, is infringing on people's rights anyway. Exactly. You know, but you know, hey, when you when you tied to a wheelchair, you have a lot on your on your legs. <laughs> See, I'm not gonna entertain none I, of that. I, I, I'm not gonna entertain none. <laughs> so, gun laws. Um, I mean, in a sense, it's good. And let me say this too before we, you know, jump into the next topic. So, gun laws is good. And I'm gonna say for my black people. If you're going to buy a gun, don't flash it like you got a brand new car. If you buy a gun, great. Be be responsible. Like, having a gun is not a license to be irresponsible. Because, again, now because you don't need a license, anybody can get a gun. As long as they're 21 and don't have a criminal background. And you best believe, uh, they say 21, right? Yeah. But if you go to these gun shows that go around here, you get a young as 14. Well, well, but that's another topic for another time. Yeah. Um, but here's the big one, the juicy one. Uh, abortion, abortion law was passed as well. And I put a post that had the internet going nuts that shocked the world. So I said this, and I'm probably going to get in trouble, but if y'all got something to say, email us at unfiltered.sportsman0683 at gmail.com. So... <laughs> For 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 the for the for y'all who for the hear what he's about to say, I am gonna be the devil's advocate about what he's saying because we did we did discuss this. So, so I put a post up yesterday morning that said, "Can I quote myself?" Do it, and I quote. I just I, I didn't know because since I put it, I didn't if I need if I didn't know if I yeah, need to quote. Yeah, but quote yourself. Quote so yourself. I said that if you are married, your body is not your own. And you gave up that right. Not right as in like legalism right. But you gave up that right when you said I do to your husband. And then I think the internet crashed for like five minutes. Because comments came galore. See, because when I first saw the comment, I was part of that, that raging group of people like, What is wrong with him? He's on crack. What the heck is he drinking? He's tripping. So, and my wife was like, he really tripping, tripping. And I'm like, man. And my brain was like, pause. This is your brother. He may have an angle on this. You know how he is. He bait and hook. I say, but I, just, I start digging around and I'm like, I'm like, man, my teeth was ready to show. I was like, Arr! was ready to go at it. But I'm going to let him explain what he was talking and about in detail. Have, I have my Bible too. Cause so, so first off, when I put the comment and well not comment, when I put the post, Honestly, I didn't think anybody was going to respond. Like, like, I'm, I'm, no, seriously, I didn't think anybody was going to respond because when, when people hear truth, that's them the post that they don't like to hear. Like, some inspiration or truth, they they tend to ignore it. Right. Like, or when you talk about same sex marriage, you know, if you tell the truth <clears throat> about it, marriage is between God, man, and a woman. No one says anything. But if, but it, but if, but if I say, you know, <clears throat> you know, God is going to bless you, claim it, right? Claim it in the comment section. Everybody comment. I'm claiming, I'm claiming, You're going to get paid on Friday. That's because you have a job. Right. Because <laughs> right. you got a job. So, with this post, like, no lie. I did not think people were going to comment. thought people were just going to be like, they don't want to hear truth. So, and, and this is a truth that a lot of people don't discuss, right? So, I, I use this, 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 this reference. So, I'm going to say this. If you're single... This has nothing to do with you. Right. 
Keyword he said was if marriage. You are married, married, married in the confines of marriage between God, man, and woman. Th- yeah, th- we can have this conversation because your body is not yours; it belongs to your husband. First, it belongs to God. You know, your body is the temple of the Most High. We should, we should treat it as such. So, did so this this goes further than beyond than what's been read. Then the comments was like, hey, "Well, it's still my body, married or not." Or if if you're using Bible, I'm misinterpreting it. So let's go to the Bible. Genesis two, and I uh, you know folded the page so I could validate what I wanted to say. Well, you are really a pastor right now. Hallelujah, praise yes. Jesus. The Bible says, therefore, and this is Genesis two twenty four. Therefore, a man should leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. The two shall become one, depending on whatever versions you use. This Bible is the New King, the New King James Version, right? So, for me, when I said that, in every aspect of a marriage, in the confines of marriage, everything you do is based on one, making decisions, whether it's financially, whether it's where you're going to eat, whether, I mean, well, Men tend to make that because we ask women where they want to go eat, and they be like, "I don't know, oh, I don't know." I don't know. Like, <laughs> so, so my boy Jerry, I, I'm gonna say this before I get back to it. So my boy Jerry was like, "This is what you do, you know. Next time you know, you want to take your wife out, this free game, by the way, because um, because freely was given to me, so freely I'm gonna pass it on. So next time your wife and I'm speaking in the confines of marriage, your wife be like, "No, you, what you got to do is, ba- baby, we about to go somewhere. We're going to your favorite restaurant." And if she say, ooh, we're going to Red Lobster? Yep, that's what we're going to <laughs> Oh, we're going to Texas Day Brazil? That's where we're going. Wait a minute. Uh, no, hold not- on. <laughs> Let me check my bank account for that one. <laughs> yeah. <bad>. Boy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, trust me, you, you get more than what you pay for. Yeah, I, I know, but shoot. Or she'd be like, we're going to Paris Steakhouse. That's where we're going. <laughs> Let me look. Let me let me transfer some money so it'll take three to four business days. <laughs> Check them the same as they was about to check it. Right. So it'll take three to four business days. Um. So yeah, in the confines of marriage, right? I just gave you Bible. For me, there's so yeah, I was even told I misinterpret that. You cannot in, misinterpret two becoming one. So, as a man and woman, we have to make decisions. As I'm sorry, as a husband and wife. Let me correct. You. As a husband and wife, when you're making decisions, it can't be based on, well, I'm going to do this or she's going to do this and I'm going to do this. No, we have to come together as one to make decisions because every decision we make then just doesn't affect one of us. It affects everybody that's in that household. So, prime example, and I use Stephen as an example, although we are, we are, we are both heterosexuals. So, but let's say he wants to live in Pearland, but I want to live in Tascacita. Well... We got we got to figure out where we gonna live, cause and we have to agree on it. And I'm just saying, in the confines of marriage now, you know, I, we don't believe. Well, I don't believe in same sex marriage. I'm he don't believe in it either. So, you know, that's for another conversation. Y'all don't matter either. Get out of here. Anyway, so when the husband and wife are making decisions, it's in the whole totality, the whole totality. I like that word totality. So I'm gonna give you my Bible. I'm gonna give you my Bible. Right? Turn your Bibles. To 1 Corinthians 7 and 4. When you find it, say, I got it. <laughs> oh, Fifth World Church of Christ looking. <laughs> no, I, ain't, I ain't never go there. 
I they, don't, they don't believe in women preaching. But some of these women preach better than these men. But they don't want to talk about that. <clears throat> and they, they're sleeping with their secretaries too. But they don't want to talk about that either. <clears throat> Boy, I t- don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, we don't filter for a reason. So, the Bible says. So, I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to verse 3. It says, let the husband render to his wife the affection due her. And likewise, also the wife to her husband. Just basically showing affection. Verse 4 says, the wife does not have authority, and this is the New King James Version that I'm reading, does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. In different translations, it has um, render or submit, things like that. So, again, that scripture you can't misinterpret. Because it's basically saying, now... This is this is me not saying that a woman can't make a decision on her own body. This is not that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is men the husband and wife had to come to an agreement to make a decision because it not only just affects the person that made the decision, it affects everybody in the house. So for ladies who are misinformed or don't understand where I'm coming from. What I'm saying is, is this. You can't just make a decision about your body. Like, like let's use, use this as an example. So let's say a woman wants to get a butt lift or a breast augmentation. Yeah, with your body, right? That's what you say. Um, but your husband would be like, baby, you don't need to do that. You're just beautiful. Or you can just go work out. Like, if you want to do all this stuff, do some squats. Do some uh, leg lifts. You know, do, do, do stuff to, to do it on your own instead of having to pay money. Well, it's my body, my choice. All right, so if a man says, well, I want to just eat, inject my body with alcohol and drugs, babe, I don't think that's a good idea. You shouldn't do that. Well, it's my body, my choice, right? So don't I get to decide that? But then, but then, well, what you mean? I thought we as one did it this and that. And I'm like, well, hold on. Black woman. Can't say what Brandon Mack used to say, but, um, <laughs> but the two become one for a reason. And if you're going to, if the two are going to become one or, or some women like to say, you know, husband, love your wife like Christ loved the church. And that's also Bob, that's Ephesians 5, I believe 22 or 23. Um, you know, love your wife like Christ loved the church and women respect your husbands. Like, you know, you, you can't be like, well, you're supposed to love me, but you don't respect your husband. Doesn't make sense. I know I just gave a lot of information out there. So, but again, if you're married, and I'm not saying that you can't make a decision without your husband, and I'm not saying it as a as a dictatorship, right? Right. So, it's, it's not a dictatorship because, for for the most part, and I'll tell you this: me and my wife had this conversation, and I don't dictate what my wife does. If she makes a decision, if I, especially if I know if it's beneficial to the family, to to our household. I'm not, I'm not going to be like, I don't think you should do that. Period. Like, prime example, um, our oldest daughter, Julina, she, she she wanted to go to the mall. And my wife told Julina, hey, ask your dad to see what he says. I was like, mm, you know, because she, she made the swim team. So, you know, you want her to be around people that she can adapt with. And jokingly, she didn't want me to take her. But I told her she could go. 
But it was a decision that we both made. Now, she could have said, forget my husband. You can go ahead and go. I don't care what he says. Then it will be a different conversation. But because, and it's not a, oh, she has to tell me everything or I have to tell her everything. No, it's a agreement that we've made towards each other to show like, hey, we're on the same page. So I'm going to let you chime in. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. But now, um, when we had our production meeting this morning, he, you know, we talked about it. I ain't gonna lie, I was fuming, I was confused. Um, but then I was flabbergasted, bamboozled, bamboo, smirkadorfed, all that. Um, but when he, uh, what we did discuss was um, context, and see, there's some scriptures like First Timothy. About women being quiet in the church. Some people say that context has changed because the time has changed. Okay. And what we had discussed was that when you look at render, yield, submit, all of those are options. There, they, there's no when you look at the scriptures, there's no penalty for not following those scriptures. There's no penalty for following those scriptures he gave or or those situations that be in place. So when you say my body, my rules or whatever, that option is still there. But if you keep that option, it's going to affect everybody and everything around it. So if you are married with somebody and you have that moment to yield, which means caution or to make a decision, you know, and when you sit up there and you make that decision, like say for example, husband and wife want another baby. Husband wants another baby, wife doesn't. Now, when it comes to that, the wife has the option to yield and say, okay, I'll give you the baby. But then she also has the option to understand that I just gave you two kids, suffer from postpartum, all that vomit and stuff. I ain't going through all that again. So it's up to her to let her know that I can't yield to you in this situation. Because I, I see marriage as... A commitment with options. You know, with mutual respect. Because I don't like words like submissive because that means like you got to bow down to me. You got to do as I say. Most marriages work when you effectively communicate with one another. Most scenarios work when you communicate with one another. Again, single people, this conversation is not for you. But you can take notes on what what you can do when you, want, when you are married. Okay. And... When I was looking at this uh, post, I was getting fed up. I was like, what is my boy doing? But after reading the scriptures and understanding understanding what he was saying, and then we discussed a lot of the wording and how the wording was used, it's still an option. So people who saw the post understand that the options are still there, but you have to look at the consequences of the options being made. Or is what you're doing with your body or whatever going to greatly affect the household? Same thing with the male. If y'all in this together, you have to understand that can these options affect us badly, negatively, or do they have any effect at all? Like, <clears throat> say for example, a woman does not have to tell a man, babe, I'm getting a glass of ice water. Is that okay? No. You ain't got to do all that. No, it ain't okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but... 
we we have to understand that our communication has to go based on how high the situation is. If it's a small menial situation, go on about it. And I you know, I put I put this in my own personal preference. Me and my wife, we got guinea pigs at home. I love them now. She bought one, and I said, we just gonna get one. She snuck in another one. We got into a little verbal altercation because I was like, well, you should have told me. I am not going to let you buy anything else. And uh, married men, that word let you to your wife, don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't, do, don't it. do it. Don't do it. Okay. But we had, a, we had a heated discussion and she was like, I feel like I should have to tell you when I'm buying something. Then I, I have to sit down and be considerate and thought about it. I was like, well, just give me a heads up that you're going to buy it next time, babe. You know, I'm, I don't want to sit up there and be like, oh, we got two guinea pigs. Where the other one come from? Why? Did, 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 did. Did, and, he make by, did he or she make by themselves? Yeah, what's going on? But then after that, we got two more, so we got four guinea pigs at the house. They're cute, though. I've seen some pictures. <laughs> um, so, hold on. Let me say this, right? Because the um, question is, what happens when the husband and wife disagree? Well, I'm glad you asked. No, all right, so when a husband and wife disagree, that it's one of those things where it's like y'all two have to go and pray. Whether it's pray together, pray by yourselves, to see if it's personally a good move. Like, because, but I will say this, though. God is going to always speak to the man first. Because he's going to do things in order. Prime example, we'll use Adam and Eve. It wasn't until Adam ate the fruit that God came looking for Adam, came looking for Adam. If Eve had, if Eve if Eve had only ate the fruit by herself, God God wouldn't have came to um wouldn't have, wouldn't have came to Adam. So God always does things in decent and in order. He's never gonna be like, Oh, well, I'm gonna talk to the wife first and I talk to the husband. No. The decision has to be made between the husband and wife. And God is gonna talk to the husband first because he's the head of the house. So, well, something else I want to say, too. can't even remember. But, oh, this is what I'm going to say. So, also, with the whole, so, here's my thing also to this, my body, my choice. If you're going to think of the worst case scenario possible, like, that, if, if you're going to think, well, what if this happened? What if that happened? Well, don't get married. Because in a marriage, you can no longer be selfish. No matter how hard you try. No matter how hard you try, you, in, when you're married, you can't be selfish. Trust me, I've tried. Doesn't work. It all would. No, and and that's not saying that I'm a selfish person, but it's just like there are some things that I buy for myself just for myself, and it gets nerve wracking when you got to tell the children no, and they be upset. Did it this and that? Why I can't have this? Like here, oh, here. You know what I mean? It's like I can't have anything to myself, but that's what happens when you get married. <laughs> and, and and one of the things that's not being discussed is when you when you get married when you say I do you have to die to yourself daily that goes for men and women period there is no oh well I'm gonna still do me I'm gonna still go shopping spend five hundred six hundred thousand dollars well hold on what's your debt look like or how, how can we build financial wealth for our children maybe maybe you can go shopping this week. Been that 500. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe you can't do that. But, you know, 
Anything else you got? Anything you want to add? Man, yeah, I know. I don't. Because um, when we discussed that, the production beat, I was like, okay, now I see it. Now I ain't got to rip your head off. <laughs> um, I wouldn't worry. Yeah. Uh, so, so, but he, here's another thing also before we move on. The same way that people put energy into my post, y'all should be putting that same energy into teaching your sons and daughters how to, re- how to remain pure until you get married. Save yourself for marriage. Don't buy them birth control. Don't buy condoms. Don't teach. Don't don't teach them. Oh X Y and Z. Because my oldest daughter Julina is, keeps saying, "Well, when I turn twenty six, I want to have my first child too." And I tell her every time she says that, as long as you're married, as long as you're married, I'm not saying, "Oh, it's okay." No, as long as you're married, you know, and you and your husband agree to that. Because how? So what? So what would happen if 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 you told Ann, "I don't want to have sex anymore." <laughs> so, hear, hear me out and she'd be like well I want it but it's my body my choice so a whole different conversation I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave that alone I'm gonna leave that alone I'm gonna leave that alone I'm, I'm gonna I, cause I, no, I'll be honest with you she does that I want it I'll be like well right alright <laughs> right cause no man is gonna turn down sex from his wife exactly <laughs> if he is he, he must be some, in, the, in the closet some, some. and we not addressing that either uh, moving on the daughter of Rick James wants Terrence Howard to, to play her dad in the, bio, in the biopic I think that'd be great cause Terrence Howard <laughs> I, I can hear him saying unity mine <laughs> I was about to say the same thing <laughs> so She's super freaky, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? Ain't a... <laughs> and we took the out Dave Chappelle play Charlie Murphy. Oh! <laughs> Miss your couch, Charlie Murphy. Miss your couch. You got to bottle of the couch. What about my legs, man? <laughs> what the five figures say to the face? Slap! <laughs> Come on, man. Unity! <laughs> All right, Texas School District shuts down because of the COVID outbreak. Yeesh. No, like the school district. I know exactly what school district is. The school district and half the town shut yeah, down. Yeah, half the town shut down. Like, bruh, this stuff is getting ridiculous. So, this is another topic um, that I don't know if you really read it, but um, a newlywed couple creates a two hundred forty dollar bill for no show guests for for their wedding. I did it. I did it. I agree with them. These folks sit up there. Paid all his money out of pocket, and it was on an island. This wasn't inside the United States, inside of a little random dance hall. This was on an island. They had music. They had your plate and everything paid for. All you had to do was buy your ticket and fly out there. But what you do, you didn't even say, hey, I can't make it. You just let the day go by, and then next thing you know, you get mad. Well, I got a $240 bill because they paid $240 per person, and it was 60 people. Hold on, let me let me do some let me do some mathematics right quick. And while you're doing that, let me say this also. So, people get upset when they don't get invited to weddings and things like that, right? Yeah, fifteen thousand dollars out their own pocket, and you think I'm not gonna see you bill because your little lazy behind the shelf? You could have told me no over the right. phone and called oh, it a day. Again, not even that. Don't like if you're not gonna show up, don't RSVP. Like like I had people. <laughs> RSVP, beg for an invite to our wedding, and don't even show up. And I'm like, and the bad part about it, you for y'all wedding, then you called me like about a week ago. 
Yeah, uh, you ain't buy me a week ago. Like you want uh, me and Sophia getting married. But I was there with bells on. I had a right. I had a little sloppy shirt on, but I was I was a little yeah. fat at the time. But now I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you a little less fat. Yeah, I was a little less fat because I was I was looking like I yeah. was I was hurting in that boy, picture. Boy, plump like a ballpark. <laughs> we were taking pictures. I'm like, and then he light hit me. I'm I'm glistening like a turkey. I'm like, oh lord, jeez, I'm out of shape. So I'm in agreement with it, and you know, people were saying, well, like. Don't don't spend that much on a wedding. You show right, homie. And then when, and then when you when you don't get an invite, well, I ain't get no invite. So I tell people who's getting married, I'm like, look, for your wedding, you invite who you want to invite. Don't don't get caught up in, you know, what people saying. Oh, y'all should do this. Y'all should do that. Oh no no I'm no. I'm like, no. are you gonna pay for it? Are you gonna give us the money for it? No. Huh? No. 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 Okay. Move on. <laughs> Georgia prosecutor seeks the death penalty in the Atlanta spa shooting. They didn't do that with Dylan Roof too, but you know, <sighs> that that's for another conversation. We'll still see yeah. Okay. So, a father's spiritual antenna. How can how how can we change the era the area with with our presence? Okay, when I um I know when I with my when all of us as a family go somewhere. You know, if some some type of energy is going off, you know, I can sit up there and, and uh, get my kids back in, back in line of shape. And with my wife with the kids by herself, I'm getting a call every 20 minutes. Get your son, get your daughter, get your son, get your daughter. And I realize how effective our presence is as fathers because it it really boils down to. You know, cause my wife, my wife always says, when you come home, the the kids always do throw a big old parade for you because, you know, I come in the house, hey mom, you coming out, dad, 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 and cause dads are the fun are the fun parents. I, I, I'm the king of no. I don't know how why my kids like me so much. I like beating and because saying no all the time. Cause dads are the fun parents. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm, I know mothers are gonna be mad at me for that. Ooh. Put and another. Right. I dare you put another post like that. Oh, I will. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, you say nothing but a word. Challenge, oh, oh, challenge accepted. Looking. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Mothers, you have a problem with it? Email us. The unfiltered.sportsman0683 at gmail.com. <laughs> Space shots with a guard. We'd love to hear from you. This <laughs> need help. But I realize that it's important for fathers to, to continue to play that role. Even though we're in the background, that role has to be strong. And sometimes it it seeps over to the point where our kids understand and know and feel our presence, and they don't want to disappoint that person. They don't want to upset that or, like, when my daughter be upset and she be on the phone, like, I have this I have this rinky dink move with my kids. They can't look at me in my eyes. <laughs> they cannot look me dead in my eyes without laughing or being goofy. So if my daughter like, oh, you get on my nerves, I just say it to my face. Look me dead in my eyes, say it to my face. And she she tries her best to stay mad and look away. No, I ain't gonna look at you. I say, well, stop being a coward. Look at me. And then she finally look at me and she's like, she's all, she does this ugly, ridiculously ugly face. Like she's trying to hold on to the anger, but she wants to laugh because I already, my spiritual antenna dispersed. Me, being a father, we have to be a, a disperser of negative energy. And a lot of fathers don't understand it. A lot of fathers are just discipline, discipline, discipline. But we, when we tap into our natural beings and who we are as fathers, we are dispersers of negative energy, period. 
once we take that helm and say, hey, I'm not going to let y'all stress out. I'm not going to let mama stress out. I'm not going to let y'all stress out. So when my son be playing video games and he gets mad, man, I'm going to do it again, we. Come here, come here. I talk to him, rub his head a little bit. He started laughing. But then, man, this game is hard. I'm like, well, let's, let's, let us do something together then. We go outside, play catch, and that energy he had that could have made things go left is gone. See, I'm going to go a step further than that, right? So my wife loves to quote scripture to me, which she calls me the Bible champ. So <laughs> so she, she quotes to me that um, I think it's Ephesians 6 where it says, Fathers don't provoke your children to anger. Uh, but that's all she says. She don't say the whole scripture. She only says that part. That's almost like saying, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and you stop right there. But no, nope, you got to say, I've changed favor in the Lord. So it, in the completion of that verse, it says, fathers don't, you know, provoke children to anger, but nurture them in a way with instruction and things like that. So I had to tell her, I said, just because my nurturing is different don't mean I'm not nurturing. So prime example. So when, um, on my off days, which are Mondays and Tuesdays, um, the children go to bed on time. There is no wiggle room, stuff like that. Because when I'm home, hey, time to go to bed. Or say, hey, it's time to do this. It's time to do that. It's time to do this. It's time to do that. Hey, 9.30 come, shut it down. With my wife, on my, on my days where I have to sleep through the uh, sleep late in the evenings because I'm going to work that night, children go to bed later than that. I don't know why, but it's a different atmosphere when their father is in the home. And that never gets discussed because, like you said, us men, we, 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 we play the background role. But our structure and our nurturing, although it looks different from women, it's still nurturing. We just don't nurture like women do because nurture be like, oh, baby, it's okay. It's all right. Daddy be like, hey, sit down before I bush you over the head. <laughs> they be like. <laughs> and then they, they, 20 minutes later, first person they call, daddy. Daddy. Ooh. I love you, daddy. Like, like Robin is, is good for that. I, I, like, I could discipline Robin. And like 20 minutes later, I love you, daddy. I'm like, I love you too. Come on, give me a hug. Like, like, we want to say, get out of my face. Cause, in, yeah. in my mind. Because <laughs> me and my wife saw a video and it says, um, drink every time you, you say mom or dad. She said, yeah, baby, you be dead by then. I said, why you say that? She said, because they always call you first. As soon as she said that, dad, dad, I said, you know what? Mm-mm. Look, I'm changing my name to Bruce. Look, look, <laughs> no, not in my case. That, that was going go to Sophia first. <laughs> mommy, mommy, mom, mom. You lucky. You lucky. And I'd be like, so I'd be like, so you just going to walk past me just to ask you? <clears throat> no, it's just, it, 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 no, you got to ask me. I'm right here. <laughs> so... And you know, with Jelena, like we're like we we've been in this what seven years. Like you, you should know now. Like you can come to ask me first. Like you don't have to go run to mommy. Mm. So yeah. Uh, All right. So another thing I want to talk about, and this is gonna be real quick. My wife revealed to me that we no normal scene ain't gonna return to the way we used to it. That's for sure. So we have to create our own normalcy. Get vaccinated. We're going to have an interview in a little bit, and I'm going to tell you why. Get vaccinated. Set yourself up. Get your vitamins in. And create what you want to create. We going to the gym. We going to the parks and stuff. We doing what normal families do. We're not going to be bogged down 
with worrying about COVID. We're not going to be bogged down about worrying about being sick. Me and my wife a couple of months ago had to realize everybody going somebody's gonna get touched with COVID. They may not show no symptoms. Even if they vaccinated, they're gonna get touched with COVID. This stuff is just like, hey, hi guys, I'm be here for a while. <clears throat> and we believe it's gonna be like the flu. There's gonna be something we have to probably do seasonal, get checked up, yada 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 woo woo. So don't sit in your homes scared the whole time. Make your own normal. You don't want your kids to go to public school. You want them to stay online? There's like 25 different sites. Free. Free is the way to be. Yeah. And <laughs> and then on top of that, you don't want you don't want to do this. There's always other options out there. So create your own normalcy. Stop waiting on Joe Biden and them. I voted for him. But I kind of feel bad because now, no, we, well, he's spinning up the mess that uh, the the for, orange, the artist formerly known as Forty Five. You right on seventy five percent of that. Now the other twenty five, there's some issues that I'm kind of bothered by, like with the unemployment package he had and the moratoriums he had. He's made Americans spoil. Yep. But that's a whole different conversation for next week. Yeah. I'm, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll get into that. Yeah. Well, you know, you worry about it. So, I didn't want to put his business out there because, you know, I respect people's privacy. So, in case y'all didn't know, Stephen did have COVID. He yeah. doesn't have it now. Otherwise, if he did have it, he wouldn't have been here. And I've been by myself, and I've still been having to explain to you people about saying my body, my choice. <clears throat> so, Stephen, um, tell us a little bit about your experience with COVID. I'm going to tell you right now. It's a mind thing, I promise you. You're going to get sick, but this is going to get affected the most. I found myself, I had, I had it. I go around the house, I would look in the mirror, didn't even know who I was. I sit up there with cough. See, me, I had pneumonia and COVID. I had started, I got transferred to a new job. Off. I'm, off, I'm off on Tuesdays and Wednesdays now. And my first week, I worked. I got home Saturday. My body say, say, man, I can't take this no more. I said, yeah, I'm feeling a little. So we go to the, um, this before the hospital started getting super packed. Mm -hmm. They they, they, they were right there at the limit where you might, where you might go. Mm -hmm. Um, They was about New Mexico and all that. But, and what I mean by, I see somebody say seriously, a mind thing. When you, when you sick as you are. With COVID, it affects your whole body and, and your whole body. From what I've heard, yes, you start to see things and feel a certain way. I'm not saying homicidal or suicidal, but you're lost. Your body's literally on pause and don't know what the next step is. So you get a lot of mind fog. You 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 really can't really put yourself in a position or a place to just say, "Hey, I'm here." I'm Bam, I'm, this is where I'm at. I'm focused. You have no focus. You have no, you you are totally outside of yourself. That's what I mean. And because I sit up there, I would go to the store. I'm here. I am at the end of COVID. They said I'm good to go. I'm at the end of COVID, still having symptoms. I'm about $200 worth of groceries for stuff we don't even need in the house. I'm sitting there in the front line sweating and looking lost. And I'm just like, oh, 221? And then I go, now as I'm better, now I look back and I'm like, look at all these ridiculous purchases I've bought 
Because I, I didn't even know that I was buying it. I, kids was asking for watermelon and, hey, I want these shirts and these pants. Swipe it, swipe, swipe. And see, I, I got on my kids about it. I said, y'all little, little manipulators. Y'all saw how bad I was looking, and y'all took advantage of it. I got y'all. Oh, that's what children do. Yeah. yeah. And. Robin does it to me all the time. And, that, and now with how, they, how I'm cleared up and everything from COVID, and then they got 25 different variants out there. Talking about, we're going to come get you again. I'm like, you know what? I just take my chance with the vaccine because I'm not, I'm not going to go through this again. Because. Right. It, it, it's ridiculous. You know, my wife had it. She had lost a taste of smell, uh, a sense of taste of smell. And whenever she cooked something, she was so upset. My youngest son had it. He was sneezing and coughing everywhere. So, you know, we quarantined ourselves. But it's it, we were still just like, uh, like mindless zombies. We don't want that on nobody. We thought like, hey, we just keep our vitamins, keep our immune system up. So We good, but nah. So, we did... Uh... So with having COVID and you've recovered from it, uh, what, what I guess I can't say what preventative measures are you taking because you've gotten the vaccine. Um, but I guess my question is, what what would you say to somebody who chooses not to get the vaccine because it's their body, their choice? Or or this question, um, well, we don't know what's in it. Okay. If you don't, if you, here's the thing. What I've realized, what I've realized is if you do not have a PCP, because your PCP is going to reveal 80 to 90% of what's in the vaccine. They're going to look at your, take your blood work, reveal what you may may or may not be allergic to. Now, if you have, my, my caring doctor says the way my immune system is, I can either take it or not because I have a pretty strong immune system from what she's telling me. I'm going to take the vaccine in a way for my personal safety because <clears throat> this that junk is terrible. But... Terrible. Terrible. I just want to say terrible. <laughs> Stupid. <clears throat> but I also tell people to watch the way you travel. If you ain't got to go, don't go. If you do go, wear a mask. If you're not vaccinated, wear a mask. Do the things that if you don't want your household to be affected, do it. You you If you feel like you're going to be caged up in your house, go outside for a walk. I found out. Me and my wife were driving around Houston. We found a good couple of spots. This is, you know, um. You been to uh, town and country over there by Memorial City before? Yeah. There's a place called Vintage Park right there in Spring. Yeah. Didn't even know it was there. Beautiful little spot. And guess what? It was probably like less than 60 people out there. I'm like, yeah, it's perfect. It's on the outskirts of, you know, Spring. Perfect. So there's a lot of things you can do. Like I was saying earlier, your normalcy is defined by what you do. Now, am I for the same thing go to Astros game? Is because the chicken tickets are pretty decent. No, I'm not for to go to Astro game. Am I for to go to a Texas football game? Tickets are twenty nine dollars. You know how tempted I am to get some. Like, but no. We'll go see the Texas play. Like, if the, if the shot ain't playing, I ain't trying to watch it. That too, but also, I'm not gonna put myself in a position where it's twenty five thirty dollars people there. And yeah, 
Well, I will say this. At the time when me and Sophia went to the Astros game, we were fully vaccinated then. When the, when the Dodgers came in town. And we we had our masks. Like, what, what, it, what it boils down to is people being responsible. If you choose not to be responsible, okay, don't get vaccinated. But, you know, like even now, NFL is, you know, got this mandate that, like, if, you, if you're not vaccinated, you got to wait 10 days before you can even be with your team. So you can miss two games. Like, like, you know. But but those are the options. And see, right. some people, like, what, what, what upsets me the most is you have some people who <clears throat> ignore everything. Those are the folk I don't like. When you, I'm not going to take a vaccine. I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not. I'm going to be irresponsible across the board. That's right. You violate my rights. Oh God! Don't start that. That's, we got to talk about that conversation next week. Um, cause that ooh boy, cause mm. yeah, people like oh, I'm vaccinated. Mm, are you? Oh, you know, here's my vaccination card. That says Lu Ming Shang. Who card you stole? Like, and, and then not, not even that. Like for me, because I'm fully vaccinated, I always carry a mask where I go, and 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 I carry it because. There are some places where you can go where you don't have to wear a mask. There are places where you, you, you can go and you still have to wear a mask. Like, prime example, Walmart and Kroger said that they, they are re, redoing their, their mandate for people to wear a mask in their stores. The H-E-B is not. So when I go to Walmart or Kroger, I wear I put my mask on, no issue. Mm-hmm. But you got people who come into Walmart that be like, get out of my face. I don't need a mask. I don't need a mask. I'm vaccinated. And they ain't, ooh, almost, almost and then, broke and, protocol. And then, and then that'd be the same ones who be be there coughing up a lung, talking about oh No 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 no. I'm about to say be over there in produce coughing over the cucumber <laughs> and grabbing them like you nasty mother Woo mother father. It's <laughs> ridiculous. So But you know, but like even even with my job, like the, the places I gotta go to, like if if they have a mask mandate, I put on my mask. I'm not gonna be because we, we have to follow rules. Yes, even Christians follow rules. Because when Jesus came, he came to fulfill the law, not to change it. Mm-hmm. And, that, and, that's, and that's biblical. It's and, biblical. And it don't need to be interpreted either. All right, let's move on. Can we, as black people, stop thinking that we are showing up to work just for a paycheck? Ooh. So, ooh. I'm gonna, you know, so so let me break this down, right? So I was um driving because um, in my job I do security now. I didn't mention that before, but I do security now, and my job as a supervisor is to go check on my officers who work overnight to make sure they do what they're supposed to do. And he's very strict, by the way. I'm not very strict. I'm 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 very militant. He's in, a military man. He's strict. I'm very militant in the sense that. When I show up, be in uniform. I don't care what you do from the time you get to work to the time you get off work. If I show up to your post and you're not in uniform, I'm going to say something to you about it. Oh, wow. And, and now, I'm not too concerned that they have a mask on or not, right? I mean, I should be, but I'm not that like, oh, well, why you don't have a mask? Why you don't have a mask? Tell her to be be respectful. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have a Ravens t-shirt. 
Ravens only got two rings. Cowboys got five. Oh, it was in the 90s. We, dude, we have graduated middle school. Last time they won a ring. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, so you know, talking talk to this young man, your young brother, I should say, and he was just like, man, I'm just here to get a paycheck. I'm like, you can't come to work just expecting to get a paycheck. Like, like I've always said this, and maybe I learned this from Stephen A. Smith. Um, you know, as blacks, we have we come to work with a responsibility. Like we, because one, we're black, and two, we're told that we're lazy and we don't want to do anything. We don't want to work for anything. But for me, when I come to work, I come with a responsibility. I'm not coming. I'm not coming to work just to get a paycheck. No, I'm coming to work with responsibility because I have to set the tone for the overnight shift when I'm working. So he was out of uniform for real? No, he wasn't out of uniform, but when I was talking to him, he was just like, man, I'm just here to get a paycheck, bro. So, and I'm just like, like, I be feeling bad. Like, you, you shouldn't be coming to work just for a paycheck. You should come to work. Like, granted, this it may not be the greatest job in the world, but it's a job. And, and come to work with some sense of integrity. Like, man, you know what? I'm going to change the narrative on how we view. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, those type of folk, I be wanting to do the Pavlov thing with the dog. I just came here for a paycheck. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you, you really came for a paycheck? Yeah. I'm a train. You came here for just a paycheck. Yeah. Bad boy. <laughs> so I'm just like, like, why do that? Like, why are we are the only color of people who be like, I'm just going to work just to get a paycheck. But I'm yeah. like, but it should be a responsibility. But you gotta remember these ideals for us like this has been passed down for hundreds of years though. And this is this is why we gotta break tradition. And it's it's hard to break tradition when how can you okay. No, it's it's only hard if you don't want to change. Got that. But when you have to Everybody says you got to go zero to 100. But as black people, we got to go to zero to 180. Why Why do we have to put forth, and folk give up, because they see that we have to put even more extra effort into anything. Right. Because the world, because I always thought it was just, you know, non-melanated people who yeah. didn't like us. But they've got everybody in the world programmed that we are at the bottom. Right. And we not. And we we're not. We're yeah. the top. We, we, uh, like I said weeks ago, the reason why we are hated so much because we are God's original creation. Everybody else is just a copy, period. And it's true to this day because why is it that we, we can play any sport and be the best at it with little to no effort? Yes, we got to practice, but you know why? You know why? Why do other the color of people have to work twice as hard to get to where we are? That was something we do naturally. You know, so uh, yeah, I, I I can't stand it. Um, we're gonna skip that because we kind of talked about that. Okay. Um, we as millennials, yes, we're millennials, need to expose these family secrets in in order to heal. What what I mean by that is let it all come out the closet. Right. Skeletons, let the right. bones fall. Right. The molesters so, in the family. The... Right. Not even that. Like a lot, of, and I say in my family, a lot of secrets are being kept on the wraps because they don't want to discuss it. They don't want to talk about it. Um, for me, like I don't mind telling on myself, like, no no man 
taught me how to be a man. No man taught me how to be a father. No man taught me how to be a husband. Like someone that I could, you know, see every day. But no one, no man told me how to, how to model, how to model what a godly man is supposed to be. Right? So I had to learn, you know, I had to learn mm-hmm. this on my own. Or, and like me and Steven, we were talking in the production meeting. We were saying, like, I told him straight up. And he agreed with me, like, it's crazy. Uh, that I said the, the the two men that taught me how to be a father were actors. The two men that taught me how to be a husband were actors. That was Carl Winslow, Philip Banks. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Right. For real. You know what I mean? Like that. That's how I had to learn. My grandfather, you know, may his soul rest in peace. Um, he only taught me how to work, which is not an issue with that, because we like to sit and quote, "Well, a man that don't work don't eat." We say, mm, "That's." That's somewhat true, but it's still incorrect because the Bible says if you read different translations, a man that is unwilling to work doesn't eat. Doesn't eat. So for me, and people say I'm misinterpreting the scripture when I say this, but I mean that, that goes for women too. If you got a woman who's named like Brittany Renner who don't want to work, you, you shouldn't get to eat either. Oh, but I'm a woman. Don't care. If you're unwilling to work, you don't get to eat. Bring it back. Okay. Bring it back. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> so family secrets need, need need to be exposed. Like like for me, I I don't want to go to another family outing unless we're gonna talk about family secrets or what what's being kept in the dark that's not being discussed. Like, i.e. my family. Um like why didn't anyone tell me who my father was or for the for the sake of I guess trying to protect me? Like like, I, I respond better when you talk to me about stuff. And and it's one of those things where, like, let me make the decision to decide if, how I want to handle it. Mm-hmm. Because, granted, because I didn't know what a healthy marriage looks like. I didn't know this and that. I didn't know, like, it's a lot of stuff I didn't know that when I got married, I was just like, oh, this is all brand new. I didn't know I couldn't do this. I didn't know I couldn't do that. Like, but it's not being discussed. Like, I, I'm, I'm not trying to put my family on blast, but there are a lot of secrets that's not being talked about, like, from my cousin that don't know if he committed suicide or not. But how is it that my aunt and uncle was in the house with him for three days and didn't go in and check on him? But, you know, like, he, he uh, my cousin Ken, he um got a bunch of kings in our family, too. But um, he, he was he was like a year younger than me, and he was a, he was a musician. And he was one of those, he was at that age where, you know, we being that age where, you know, we really don't know what we want to do with our lives. And we trying to live up to this standard that our parents, or in his case, his mother wanted him to live up to and he couldn't do it. That's so, true. That's a struggle. So he, he was in his room, he was eating something or whatever, had his food or whatever. Don't know if he choked on it or if he committed suicide, but no one talked about it after we had his memorial service. No one said anything. No one discussed it. No one was like, well, this happened. We're going to have this memorial service, and then that's it. And no one has said anything about it. Wow. Now, it's been eight years. Wow. They ain't, still ain't said nothing about Nobody it? Nobody said nothing about it. Oh, my God. Right, but it needs that needs to be addressed. And not, not saying that I'm broken or hurt. I mean, yes, I'm broken or hurt that he died, but I'm not broken or hurt to the point where it's like, you know, I can't move on in life, you know, without it or... That type of stuff needs proper, proper closure, though. 
Exactly. Like my cousin Larry, my he's like my brother. He died this year, and he's thirty. He was barely thirty-five. Right. And they still we were trying to get information. We don't even know. We still don't even know his reason for dying. Right. And it's not being addressed. Like, yeah. And no one wants to say anything. Like, I'm, I'm not going to tell my wife's family background story or whatever, but, like, maybe one day I can do a, I can do a, we can do a, uh, do a podcast with her and I interview her. She'll be live, too. Um, and just kind of discuss, you know, you know, some of her family secrets. Like, she's, she's been doing some videos. She kind of stopped, but I've been encouraging her to get back into it. Like, tell your story. Because your truth... Your truth needs to be told. What what you experienced growing up needs to be exposed. Just like for me, I'm working on it, like on how to have my videos posted, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, wherever, to tell my story. Because I've experienced some things that's my truth. Like my uh, one of my brothers bullied me growing up, and yet I still have to love him, you know, because not saying that he's an enemy, but I still have to love him in spite of how he treated me. Exactly. That, that that that's a real sacrifice. And according to First Corinthians thirteen, I have to keep no I have to, I have to I have to keep no record of wrongdoing. So how is it that you got to see this person every day? Well, not every day now, but you see this person or you talk to this person, and you can't say what you want to say to them because you know you're trying to follow according to scripture. But you need closure. Like like why would you do this to your brother? Like I'm supposed to be your brother. Why would you do this to me? And, like, for me, I don't care what people say. Like, you, you can't tell me my experiences growing up versus that person's experience growing up. Like, I can never tell Stephen, like, and although we have some similarities, like, when he lost his mother, he lost his mother when he, well, we were in middle school, mm-hmm. yeah, seventh grade. I can never tell him how to heal at that time in the seventh grade. Even though I lost my mother when I was 24, getting ready to be 25, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't help him healing his process when I lost my mother a whole 13, 14 years later. Mm-hmm. You know, his, his truth is his truth is like my truth is my truth. So I feel like us as millennials, like this whole, this whole traditional thing going, <coughs> going to church or whatever, like we hear these same sermons read from the same scriptures, but no one's talking about how to heal from, <coughs> from, from, from being broken. How to put the pieces back together. Yep. Right. And see, like, um, I was talking to some of the kids, and see, therapy is important. Right. And I really want us to start, like, pushing that on our show. Like, at least a little segment. Oh, yeah. Because. Email us. Yeah. Because, Email us. Because I'm tired of black people telling me, I ain't going to therapy. That's white people stuff. No. 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 Exactly. That's why that's why our mental health is where it's at right now. I want my kids to be mentally healthy. Right. And understand that they, that home is a healthy spot for them to come. When you become you could be 35, 45, 55. If me and mama are still living and you feel like the world is too much, come home and we'll give you the energy you need to come back right. out there into the world. Because we grew up in the era of 18, get out and do something. No, not even that. Like we grew up in a time where Children were seen and not heard. Yep. So no matter how we felt about something, we couldn't express ourselves. We had to go to your room. So now we're we're adult men who 
don't know how to express ourselves to our wives because we've been told to just hold things in, suppress it, move on as if nothing happened. But I'm going to tell you. I'm but a, we don't want to talk about that, though. But I, I tell you what, though. When I was about 26, I broke that. Uh, like, that, the load of holding those emotions in and not being able to get them out. You know, I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to effectively communicate those emotions. But it, it was a switch that went off and said, bump this, man. I got to get this out. Right. And I'm teaching my kids about triggers and feelings and stuff like that. And so they have to understand where they stand. Well, personally, where they stand is and be able to properly speak about it. Right. All right. Police officers and paramedics are being charged in the killing of Elijah McClain. About time. Great. Great. It's that time again. We should have some music, some slow music to play. Relationship advice from the <clears throat> relationship brothers. Hold on, hold on. We got to go deep on this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Soft voice. Soft voice. Deep. Ooh, yeah. Yes. All right. <clears throat> First question. Your significant other tells you that they were as close as possible to physically cheating, but thought thought of you and came home. What's the first thing you say to them? I appreciate your honesty. As long as the action didn't happen, we're good over here. Yeah, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for, for me, um, before anything physical happens, it's always the thought first. That's what everything we do. We always think about things before, it actually, before we actually said and do it. So I applaud you for telling me um, but it's one of those things where now let me decide if I want to stick around because, you know, and I'm not thinking worst case scenario. Oh, you cheated on me. Arr. You know, like, no, you know, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Next one. A couple is staying in a relationship because of the children. Is this noble or foolish? I would say a little bit of both. It's foolish because there's no love. And the kids, eventually, when they grow up, they see that there's no love in the relationship. But it's noble because you want to create a atmosphere of equality and peace and half of the time it's not going to be peaceful <laughs> but you can do that and not be in the home I mean you can be in the home as far as your presence when you're there but I think it's foolish like I'm not going to be in relationship with somebody just for the sake of the children but Peter do for the sake of the kids no kids can come live with me or we can split custody like make it seem so easy no, I'm not saying to make it so easy, but it's like if I'm gonna be in a relationship that 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 that's that, that's condoning the behavior of toxicity. So, all right, next one. You find out the person you're dating is legally separated, as in, and is in the process of divorcing. Is it okay to continue to date this person? Why? Why not? I was in that position. <laughs> so, so that's uh, the best advice. Let me let me, let me do my uh. <laughs> Uh, Charlie from uh, uh, Blackish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but now, uh, I was in that position, and that, I mean that's how it is now. With, you know, with my wife now. When we first started dating, we were, we stayed, we were friends. She wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to sit up there and be like, "Oh, I miss my ex-wife. I love her so much." So she she stayed in the, she forced herself to the friend zone. She's like, you know what? Mm-mm. And for the first two years, you know, we hung out. We we wouldn't we didn't call ourselves fully serious because she was like. I'm just waiting for you to decide if you're going to take your goofy butt back to your wife. And 11 years later and another mm-hmm. child later, we are good. Right. I, I don't want nothing to deal with That's that. That's what's up. Um, 
for me, I would wait it out if I was in that position. Like, get your divorce, get the paper signed, and we're good to go after that. But, you know, I'm not going to date anybody who's legally separated because that means you're still legally married. So you, you, you ain't going to mess with somebody that got one foot in, one foot out. Exactly. Oh. All right, next one. You find out the person you're dating. Oh, the same one. Sorry. A man has two children. He teaches the boy to use a condom if he has sex. And teaches the girl not to have sex. Is he wrong? Yes. Because we just talked about this earlier. <laughs> talked about this earlier. Yes. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. t- teach your sons and daughters to remain pure until they get married. So yes. you can't tell your son, hey, hey, what she think when she saw you, huh? Huh? What won't? Did she say, yeah. No. No. Teach him to remain pure until we get married because sex in the confines of marriage is supposed to be a discovery, not a, not a sample. Ooh. A discovery, not a sample. I like that. Mm-hmm. Juicy. <clears throat> your parents say that they will disown you if you continue to date your significant other. Would you continue the relationship? That depends on if the relationship I'm with, in like, <clears throat> if the person I'm with is actually building me up to be a better person. Like, say, for example, if this woman came into my life and I'm like, Ugh, I now I have an apartment and a job and a car and my life is getting good. Mm-hmm. Bro, you think I would sit up there and leave this bountiful fruit tree family? If you got to let me go, let, let me go. You got to cleave me anyway because I'm about to marry her anyhow if the relationship right. is good. But if it's toxic, then I would have to side with my family. Right. But it's one of the things where it's like a case-by-case situation, right? Yep. So, and um, I'll use my old church as an example. So, they didn't want me to leave because they felt like I was going to the wrong church or whatever because a woman was preaching and it's frowned upon. Um, Ain't no woman preaching. They need to sit in the back and be quiet. Yeah. You shouldn't wear two types of fabric on Sundays. Old wine and old wine, uh, new wine and old wine skin shouldn't be the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that. Mm-hmm. Matthew said he died. Mark said he died. Luke said he died. John said he died. All oh, shucks. I say he died. But early Sunday morning, I'm like, okay, what, what, what else is there to talk about besides Jesus dying on the cross? Like, it, like, it made me feel like Jesus died a lot. Like, he died every Sunday? He get up early every Sunday? Like, that was my mindset as a child, but it's like there had to be more to it. And me going to the church that we're currently at now taught me a lot that, man, I'm jacked up. Like, I'm I'm really a jacked up person. I need to fix this. But you have to have a willingness to change. So, and there's no knock on my uh, old church or anything like that. I still love them. Some of them I still talk to. So, um, it, it, it has to be, do, do my parents or family have discernment to understand that is this person good for me or bad for me? What is it that you see that you're not telling me? Like, like give me a reason as to why I shouldn't date this person. If you can't do that, why continue the relationship? All right. <clears throat> You've been in a monogamous relationship for a while now, and your significant other wants an open relationship. Would you consider? Nope. You want to ask you that? Uh, Nah, because uh, no reason why, because that question caught me off guard for real. Um, nah, because. You want to be in an open relationship? All right, go ahead. We done. Like, I, I know that's easier said than done, but it's like, 
if we've been exclusive and all of a sudden you want to open a relationship because what you're saying is you've been talking to another guy and so he's piqued your interest to soul ties right so uh-huh. go ahead and soul tie to him I'm going to go ahead and keep doing me this is a tough one right here <clears throat> your significant other becomes religiously devout and they don't want the children to celebrate Christmas because of their new belief how would you handle this you want to go first or you want me to go first you go first all right, so for me, um, if you're not going to explain why, because I've had conversations with these Israelites and these newfound Israelites that say... You actually gave them time to get in that headspace? Well, well, they, well, see, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> so, so, and it's crazy, like, that you know they don't want to celebrate Christmas <coughs> because Jesus wasn't born during the winter time. Okay, we know this. If if you read your Bible and if you understand in the time frame of when Jesus was born, you knew know that he wasn't born during the winter time. He was born in the spring. We get that. Same thing with Easter. Oh, Easter is a pagan holiday. I say, why are we celebrating Easter? Or is it, are we celebrating the resurrection? Because for me, I celebrate the resurrection. Oh. Why is Easter always on a different Sunday every year? Because it's after a full moon, and was it? Yeah, is that always always after a full moon? Like that's when Easter is. So that's why it's. And I'm like, okay, now that you've put that information out, how does it make you feel? Like, like what what have you accomplished? Did you gain more knowledge by putting information out there, or you just put it out there to make people aware of something that they already know? Because for me, I already knew this. So. If you're going to be this new devout person, mm-hmm. cool, go for it. But don't try to tell somebody what's pagan and what's not. Because the Israelites were very foolish people. They were very, 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 very rebellious. And as soon as they got blessed with something, guess what? They started complaining in the next minute. We don't want to talk about that though, huh? Huh? No, I ain't think so. Uh, so let people celebrate what they want to celebrate. Yes. Final one. A woman says she has she has lost all respect for her man. Can the relationship be salvaged? Nope. No. <laughs> well, because the respect is lost, the trust is lost, and love is gone. So, so guess what? The thrill is gone. So that that's almost like saying you know you can't quote oh husbands love your wife and I'm speaking in the confines of marriage. Husbands love your wife, and the wife respect your husband. If you don't respect your husband, the relationship is over. Like, because a man's not gonna be nowhere where he's not respected. You, 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 you bless it. You right, right. And that is your advice from the relationship brothers. Stay tuned next week. We'll have more questions about relationships. And if you have any questions, hit us up on the email. Unfiltered dot sportsman zero six eight three at gmail dot com. All right, NFL news. Um, what impressed you about the preseason? And we're gonna try to be quick because you know we already got gone through the juicy stuff. You heard me? Um, I'm not gonna lie. The Saints' defense this preseason look fair. They look like they can give my bucks and run for their money. Um, the AFC South, that's a hot pocket. They, 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 I don't know who I, the Texans might can pull it off because all four of the teams in there right now, 
is, is tipping the scale of no. Well, it's not going to be the Jaguars. It's not going to be the, the Colts. Colts. Tennessee will probably come out and win the South. Baron, uh, Baron, if they front line can stay healthy enough because they still got folk uh, trying to recover. Yeah. Uh, Jameis Winston is named starting quarterback for the Saints. We kind of figured that Taysom Hill is going to continue to play his role, which I think he should anyway. Trevor Lawrence is, is uh, starting quarterback for Jacksonville. Andy Dalton starting quarterback for Chicago. Um, whether you agree or disagree, it's a, it, I disagree with that first, but then you brought it to my attention. So, like, like you don't throw him, throw him in the wolves. Right, right, right. So, it's right, Raggy. Gardner Minshew, I guess that's how you say his last name, is traded to the Eagles for a six-round pick. What happened to him from this season? From last season, he had good stats last season. This season, well, he, he that's because people get film on you. Like that's that's usually how it works. Like think about it, RG three had a great season his rookie year. Following season where they got game film on him now. Oh, this is how we stop him. Oh, this is how but we the, do this. But the thing is, Garner Minshew had, had – he still got the accuracy and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Moving on. Um, Dolphins are all about high character. Because um, there were trade talks about Deshaun going to Miami. And Brian Flores was like, we're all about high character. Well, isn't every team about high character? Like, Oh, so that was his way of saying, we're not getting Deshaun. Right. We, oh, we don't want Deshaun. That's fine. Half your defense is probably got like six, seven, eight babies around. You know what? That's the topic for another day. No. No way. There you go. Throw the alley hoop. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. <laughs> I don't get how you're going to sit up there and say. You're talking all about high character. Oh, <laughs> you're about high character. And y'all in God bless the Miami, Florida. Y'all in Miami. Miami, Florida. You talk about character in Miami, Florida. Ain't no character. Miami. Ain't no character. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Broncos named Teddy Bridgewater starting quarterback. I think that's good. Good move. Tyrod Taylor is the starting quarterback for the Texans. I mm. mean, do you have any other options? Are you going to put Deshaun Watson out there? Are you going to put that, that boy outside from the draft out there? I, I don't know. No, definitely not. <laughs> the NFL will have more testing, good or bad? Ooh, both. Okay. Um, Carson Wentz is one of three coach players who's on the COVID list. Like, this stuff you can't make up. Like, he has his foot injury. He has surgery. He comes back, and then now he got COVID. Like, dude, what is it that you're doing? Like, it's like you're a cancer, bro. No, he's doing uh, – what was the running back name for the Texans? Uh, Aaron Foster. Yeah, he's putting out Aaron Foster. He got the money he need. He, he, got, it, he got that bank. So now he's going to sit up there and let it rattle. Yeah. The Saints practice in Dallas after Ida hit Louisiana. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Top 10 players are released. And in this order, Mahomes, Aaron Donald, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Tyreek Hill, T.J. Watt, Jalen Ramsey, Devontae Adams, Josh Allen, and Travis Kelsey. Who do you think got snubbed out of the top 10? I'm not going to lie. That's that's a decent top 10. Because all of them performed the work necessary, especially T.J. Watt. Yeah. He had a beautiful season last season. Yep. And you? Who you think? Um, looking for me, and I, this may be a stretch, and I'm saying this facetiously. Shoot, DK Metcalf. <laughs> no. 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 When when he caught up with uh Buda, Buda Baker, Baker, 
Yeah. That was the highlight of the whole season because Baker thought he had an instant touchdown. Pick six, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, nah, yeah. Man. Nah, player. I said, oof. And he ran from he ran from one thing, one end zone. And, yeah. Oh, boy. Do you know? I know Baker was like, where he come from? Where he come from? Right. J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> Gone for the season with an ACL injury. Sheesh. Oh, man. And, and actually, the Ravens just lost another running back, too. Pinky towards Achilles. Rochester's Achilles. Ooh. I think it's Justice Hill. Ooh. Crazy. So. They got to do something with their turf, my guy. Thoughts on the Texans, Cowboys, and the Buccaneers. Say the Texans real quick. Uh, uh, they may they may be able to win six games. But I give them seven, seven and nine. They're not winning seven. I'd be I'd be shocked. Oh, uh, Cowboys. Is that know. is that healthy? He's, he's supposed to be starting week one. I think the Cowboys can make. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna record and say this. It'll be the Cowboys and the Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game. <laughs> you really I, think so? I believe so. Like I'm, yeah. and, now, like, and I'm not one of the people that say Cowboys Super Bowl every year. Cowboys Super Bowl every year. Cowboys this. Cowboys that. I know. If the defense and the, and this is based on the defense and players staying healthy, if the defense play half as good than <laughs> what they did last year, like. You can't be worse than what you did last year. If they if they play if they're a top then the top fifteen in defense, they got a chance to at least get to the the NFC Championship game. I love you, brother, but I'm be honest. I I don't think anybody can stop that front four in Washington, bro. They gonna. But <laughs> <laughs> well, see, but they don't really have a quarterback. That don't. That no. don't. Yes, it does. That, that, if, no. if you like, no. hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. Let me say this. <laughs> Because if the if the Washington football team had anybody better than Taylor Tyler Henneke at the quarterback camp, they could have beat the Bucks. The the defense, yeah, kept them in the game, but it's like it's Tom Brady. Here Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but if they, because I got a feeling. No. I'm just gonna be honest. That because because you say they need a quarterback. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is not it. You're right, but Ryan Fitzpatrick can can be can become Ryan Fitz tragic or Ryan Fitz magic. I know as a Buccaneers fan, I saw the magic and then I saw the tragic. So, uh, I'm tell you, it, trust me, he can put the defense in some uncompromising situations to where they got to try to buckle down and they can be able to do it. Bro, I'm sorry. It, I'm it, not listen. I'm not knocking the Washington Football Team's defense. I'm not knocking them. I just think if the Cowboys defense is a top 15, like in the top top half. Yeah, cause that offense is gonna put points on the board. But see, I, 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 to me, I just feel like that football team got some heavy hitters. Now Zeke, he can be fed all day. But if you, you know, but that no. just got off an of injury, you gonna pop him a little three times. You no, you you, you get behind that. He'll be fine. Okay. But oh. the thing is, I'm gonna let you have it. Oh shit. They're probably going to the Super Bowl. I'm not gonna lie. We probably going to the Super Bowl because we got everybody back. Everybody. Don't. <laughs> Like this, and I say this, and, and I mean this in no disrespect way to the Buccaneers. The only way they they lose is if they get complacent. But, That's it. But, but Tom but Brady ain't going to be complacent. Right. Tom Brady ain't going to let them do he, that. He, no. No. So, with with the, the week of football coming up, um, Thursday night football game, which is this Thursday. That's why I'm representing my Cowboys. Representing I got my, my Bucks, baby. Cowboys going 1-0, baby. <laughs> 
Oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> no, good see, I, I've, I've always said this. When teams win the championship, you know, and they do the ring ceremony and their banner and stuff like that, they're wrapped in the emotion that they're not going to play their best game that first, that first game. That's in any sport. That's why baseball usually push theirs further into the season for teams to, you know, but with basketball – not not all the time. The uh, the team that raises the banner always win their first game of the season. In football, it's the same way. They don't always win the first game. So that, that that's on that's the only reason I'm saying it. <laughs> if, if, if if the buck if the bucks don't win it, if bucks don't win the Super Bowl and they come out, it'll be a different story. Like I also say, well, Cowboys about to get ran through <laughs> with, with, with no KY. Um, Good point. Other games is coming on this week, uh, this upcoming week. Steelers and the Bills, that's going to be a good game. Uh, Browns and the Chiefs, that ought to be an interesting game. That's going to be a fun game because that Browns defense is nasty. But you know That Chiefs offense is just as nasty. But we're going to see how um, how many quarters that the uh, Clowney give, give the Browns. Because, you know. Oh he, yeah, they they he, he only good for two and a half quarters. Yeah, they they sound broke broke down. Packers and the Saints ought to be an interesting game too. Um, Aaron Rodgers, who's a bad man. I got to see what type of mood he in. Because, you know, you already know how he feel. Like, he, he don't want to be in Green Bay no more. So, yeah. that's see what type of mood he's going to be in. And actually, the Saints, this is a game that's going to be played in Jacksonville because of Ida. Yeah. So, we just wait and see. Sunday night game, I think it's going to be a good game. Bears versus Rams. Bears and the Rams, which the Rams is my defensive team in my fantasy football league. I, I put it like this. If Andy Dalton don't get touched, it's going to be a nice game. But if Aaron Donald get back there with Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton time might be up. You're saying that if Aaron Donald, who's the three-time defensive player of the year, who, who had, had who's a baby boy, I'm stating a, the obvious that a, the Rams a, a don't baby, win. Who's a baby face assassin or a, a baby face killer? I'm stating the obvious that the Rams gonna take it. Cause I'm, I promise and you. Then, and then like who who who's he gonna throw the ball to? Jalen Ramsey's gonna be. Again, I just said the Rams is gonna win. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't catch that cold. <laughs> <laughs> and the Monday night game, the Ravens and the Raiders. The Raiders. I I ain't gonna lie. That's gonna be a decent game too. Ravens gonna win. You really think so? L- long as uh, Lamar Jackson's out there. Ah, uh, miss yeah, Mister breaks the statistics. Right. Got the internet going nuts. College football is back. And let me say this. RG3 needs to get signed by an NFL team because him being an analyst, it's not a good look. Like, I watched him um, during the – was it – not Jackson State. Um, uh, the the um, HBCU game that came on this past Saturday. And I felt like he was trying really hard to, to fit in. Like, I felt like mm. – He did the white post to the left side of the field and – it didn't go correctly. Yeah. That was the like, H post, my guy. Man, I'm excited to be here, bro. That's I'm like. I wish you was more excited to be on the goddamn field and play like you could. Oh, I wish you'd been more excited not to turn your t shirt inside out. But that's for another conversation. Um, hmm. Um, what impressed you about the first week of college football? Oh, man, just college football all around because it was a lot of great games being played. I was actually surprisingly <laughs> impressed with Ole Miss last night. I didn't see that game. Yeah, they played Louisville. Um, Ooh, I'm about to look at the highlights. 
I was impressed because Lane Kiffin didn't play, uh, wasn't at the game because he got that corona clap. Um, but I was impressed how they played. Like, I mean, Ole Miss is not going to make any noise in the um, in the SEC. I mean, they're going to win games, but they're not going to beat the Alabamas of the world. Okay. Because um, I was impressed with Bryce Young for Alabama. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean no, no. Because here's the thing: like, I, when with me in college football, I look at other teams besides Bama, Texas. I, I look beyond the heavy hitters, Oklahoma. I look beyond the heavy hitters. You can't. I you can, you can. Be, because nine because times out of ten, I'm a, I'm a them team. programs set them programs set themselves up to win championships. Period. But but you, but you, you I mean you can't look at anybody else because you know Alabama's going to be there at the end. Um, exactly, and and not even that. I'll say this too: the the Georgia Clemson game. I'm not even concerned about because Georgia needed to win that game. Because if Georgia doesn't win, they don't get in the college football playoff. Because their only loss is probably going to be Alabama, unless they choke somewhere. Exactly. Um. So I'm not worried about Clemson. Clemson to be back. Um. Because they're going to play for the ACC championship game. Um. The SEC activates a COVID forfeit policy, meaning if you don't have enough players. To play, team gets forfeit, and that could have playoff implications on it. Yeah, it's fair, but it's not fair. I mean, if you don't have enough players, you got to take that L. Yeah. But you can't add anybody to the roster to expand the roster because the roster's locked. Well, it's college football. Anybody can play. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they trust me. They got like eighty players suited up because it's college football. If you ain't got, uh, if you ain't got enough players suited up by eighty people, that's a problem. But not only that, you got to think about who's who's practiced that week. Uh, because yeah. you want to pit, you want to pit nobody like us out there on the field, and we don't know the play. What? <laughs> who am I? Who am I blocking? <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. Moving on. Uh. So the game of the week that's coming up in my opinion. One. Now I didn't put the rankings up yet because the rankings hadn't came out yet. But last, the last rankings were the Ducks. The Oregon Ducks were ranked eleventh. And the Buckeyes were ranked number four. That's probably going to change. Bucks probably going to be number three. Or, I don't know, that may stay number four. Who knows? <clears throat> um, the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. Iowa Hawkeyes playing the Iowa State Cyclones. Ooh, that's going to be a nice game. Yeah. Um, that, that, that game is always a good matchup. The Longhorns are playing the Razorbacks from Arkansas. Um, <laughs> Not Arkansas, but Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> um... Guess we just gotta wait and see. And I don't know why this game is a featured oh, night game, but uh, the number twenty Washington Huskies playing the Michigan Wolverines. I was not impressed by Michigan. I don't think I, I think I've ever, I don't think I'll ever be impressed by the Michigan Wolverines. And I'm saying that only because Michigan never won nothing since shoot what I want to say since uh, Charles Woodson was there mm-hmm. and him and Desmond Howard. Yep. Um. NBA news: Rondo is back with the Lake Show, and they and DeAndre Jordan is planning on signing with the Lakers. As well. Jesus Christ! I'm tired of everybody talking about. I'm gonna go to the Nets. I'm gonna go to the Lakers. Can you go somewhere else for Christ's sake? Well, I want to go to where the ring at. I get it. I get it. You want you want a ring on your finger? You've been yeah, here long well, enough. The two destinations to go is either L.A. or New York. <laughs> Can 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 some of y'all go to Utah? Some of y'all, hey. Why would anybody want to go 
play for the racist Mormons? I, I don't know. Oklahoma City. Just go somewhere else because it's like every other week. This player is going to New Jersey. Well, this player is going to the Lakers. And this player is going to the Lakers. And these three people are going to New Jersey with a fifth-round draft pick. And, da, 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 da. I'm like, and it's Brooklyn, just so we clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin Love is not interested in a buyout with the Cavs. But do you blame him? No. <laughs> Get your money. Get your money. Um, Man, you've been here too long. Let's we'll pay you. At no. Hey, I brought the city championship. I locked up. I left up Steph Curry in the, in the pivotal moment in the game. Yes. So now nah, I, ain't, I ain't going nowhere. Uh, Bulls do a sign and trade um, and send um, Laurie Marketing to the Cavs. Don't know what you're going to get from the Cavs. So don't know how that's going to work. The NBA refs are required to get vaccinated. Good. Because they're going to be doing as much traveling as the players. So why not get vaccinated? Rachel Nichols has been removed from all things NBA, and the jump has been canceled. Well, her self-person has been canceled. Um, but the jump still goes on. They got Richard Jefferson hosting it. Mm. As the mediator. I'm like, like he, he, he's been riding the coattails <clears throat> in the league for the longest. Like, like <clears throat> he, um, when he was in Arizona, he rode, he rode the a point guard's coattail. Then he get to the league, and he rode Jason Kidd's and Vince Carter's coattail. Then he get to Cleveland. LeBron James, I'm going to ride your coattail so I can get a ring to say I got a ring. And that's about it. <clears throat> Becky Hammond, I'm, I meant to talk about this a few times, just didn't remember to uh, put it on the outline. Um, Becky Hammond says, do not use me to check a box when looking for a coach. Um... I don't blame her. I feel the same way. Don't don't call her in knowing you're not going to hire her as a coach, but you want to just check a box. I, I I feel what she's saying. I feel what she's saying. I, but here's the thing. I'm going to do it like this. Uh, I'm going to put it in the music prospect. John Legend. We just ordinary people. He did that till his time was able to come to say, uh, it's time to start talking about racism and stuff and discrimination. Right. Becky Hammond, I respect you. But don't go, don't don't say anything like that right now because now you forcefully have black or blackballed yourself. I don't think so. And here's why. Because it's, 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 it's kind of like, it's kind of like the in whole... A, in a league of sensitive, overbearing white owners, you might got three of color that may decide to get her. But them old... Old money men, we're not going to let anybody like her yeah. run the team. But, no, but see, here's the thing to that. It's like, it's the same thing with the whole, the the whole Rooney rule where, you know, we're going we're gonna to bring in the coach just to interview him and then send him on his way because we're not going to hire him. You know what I mean? Like, like that's what she's getting at. And I, I agree with her. Like, don't, don't, don't call me in if you're not, if, if, if you know without a shadow of doubt that you're not going to hire me. Like, like, because... Her, her credentials speak for themselves. You know what I mean? Like, and I've always said this, a person has the credentials to, to to do a job, give them that opportunity. And if they fail, they fail. But if they succeed, great. Um, What can we expect? And I know it's too early to talk about, but no, it's actually not because the season will be starting next month. 
A lot of goddamn sports. We're going to be talking, for real. Right. What can we expect from the Rockets, the Lakers, and the Kings? The Rockets, I believe, they'll, they, they, may, they may be competing for a play-in tournament. I give them that. The Lakers, championship a bust, baby. Be respectful. The Kings, just a bust. We're just going to pray for them. I'm, I'm still a fan. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan. Right. And, and I'll say this. They got all those point guards over there. They're making a big mistake because I think they drafted another point guard. So now you got De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, and another point guard. Like, where are you going to put them? Um, I also saw that um, on one of my news apps that the Lakers should, if, if the Lakers trade for these two players, they're definitely a championship team. And the two names, that one of them I kind of knew that, yeah, if they get him, yeah, they have a chance. But the other one name made me be like, ooh. Who? If the Lakers get Christian Wood, trade Christian Wood, they in that like swimwear. They better not do that move. Or Buddy Hill. They better not do that. It's possible. Oh, don't do yeah. that. Don't do that. I wouldn't even watch. I wouldn't even watch basketball no more. MLB news: Trevor Bowers' uh, situation keeps getting extended. I finally read into what that what that is, and how you gonna sit up there and say? Let's do it. And he was like, I don't want to do it no more. I'm, 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 I'm in, 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 in mid-stroke. Yeah. Happens. But, hey, it's everybody her choice. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To everybody who's watching, these comments do not fully express the feelings of the Unfilled Exposure Podcast. These are feelings of Daedrian, of Coleman, and Daedrian Coleman alone. Right. <laughs> if you have questions or comments, Please email <laughs> unfiltered.sportsmen0683 at gmail.com. We'll leave it in the, we'll tag it in the post. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Fans <clears throat> have been booing the Mets, so Javi Baez hits a home run and walk in with thumbs down. Your thoughts? Uh, I don't know if you saw it. <coughs> no, I haven't. So, you know, New York fans or any fan of a club, you know, they, they – they, they pay their money to boo or cheer for whoever, right? But don't get mad. And and for him, I don't think he should apologize for it. Javi Baez, was, he had a home run and he was doing this as he's going around the bases. And um, Francisco Lindor does the same thing. And I'm sitting there like, uh, the president of the mess was like, oh, we're going to address this and blah, blah, blah. And fans come there to do this and the players should be doing stuff like that. So what? Thanks for paying my salary, homie. But you don't get to dictate what I do on the field. Because here's the thing. These fans that's booing them, I bet they can't go out there and hit 100 mile power fast. Heck no. I know or, I can't. Or, or, or hit a or hit a 85, uh, 85 mile power change up that looks just like a fastball. Mm-mm. No. So, please, have several seats. The Giants are starting to struggle. The San Francisco Giants are starting to struggle in the NL West. And guess who's coming up? Well, well, they never really left, just so we clear. The Dodgers yeah. coming up. Yeah. Um, Pirates fired their hitting coach. Uh, not going to change anything. Pirates still going to suck. Um, U.S. Open this year is actually almost over. Um, Dude, you so disrespectful sometimes, man. Call it what it is. We don't, we don't filter for a reason. You heard me? 
I understand uh, that, bro. Uh, U.S. Open is here. It's almost over with the Williams has been played because of injury. Who are we expecting to step up? Um, well, the people who we thought was going to step up got knocked out. Um, I, <laughs> I expected Sloan Stevens to be better, but, you know. You went inside me this time. So, Sloan Stevens came out and said this, that she gets criticized and ridiculed all the time because there's an expectation of that you came out as you was going to be the next, the next Serena Williams, so to speak. Like, strong like her hitting the ball, like all this other stuff, and you haven't showed up. So, and because you really haven't won anything, I think you maybe maybe won one of the majors, but or two of them or whatever, but Coco Golf is making a lot more noise. Naomi Osaka is making a lot more noise. Like, and you worried about people criticizing you? Shoot, they criticized Jesus. He got him crucified. You think they not going to yeah. criticize you? Man. Look, I got ridiculed yesterday for, for my post. You think I'm concerned about what people gonna say? People gonna say what they want to say. I would call it ridiculed. I would call it y'all. They was ready to. They had flames and pitchforks. So. That's fine. And that, that's that's nothing from. That's far from rid- ridiculous. That's fine. I'm okay with it. You heard me. Heard me. Huh. Uh, the subway series is this weekend, and this one's gonna have a different feeling to it because of what happened 20 years ago. What happened 20 years ago? I'm glad you asked. 9/11 happened. Um, I shared yesterday that um, 20 years ago, I uh, got on the plane, went to Great Lakes to become a Navy man. And five days later, New York, the World Trade Centers, gone. And we were sitting there watching, and I'm just like, it's insane. Like, what's happening? Like, like, no lie, that was the last time that our families could come to, um, you know, to watch the planes take off, to watch, to watch you know, people take off. Mm-hmm. Can't even do that now. That sucks. But, Entirely. Yeah, um, the Dodgers and Giants, um, I believe, will come down to the final game of the season because they're like, Nick, I think, I think the Giants are a game ahead. Um, because they they just played the, uh, they, they, they just they just played the series this past weekend. Giants took two out of three, no big deal. I ain't worried about it. You know it's gonna happen. Are the Tampa Bay Rays for real? I, I think so, but you know they seem to to lose lose their juice. I'm, I'm not gonna share that because I'm fine with the Tampa Bay Lightning winning something. I'm fine with my Buccaneers winning something. They was re- they played they played real last season when they got to the playoffs. Well, they ran to the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm saying be respectful. I ain't talk, I ain't trying to talk bad about your, your group. I'm just saying they played like they did not care. Um, final thoughts. So we're gonna get out of here, man. I didn't think we was gonna get past uh the abortion talk, but we did. We survived because we're mature people. That is true. We are mature people. Um. Two things. First one is um, the disrespect that Cam Newton is getting, has been getting, has got to stop. So Cam Newton got cut uh, from the Patriots, which I think that was, in my mind, retarded. I think, I personally feel that Belichick really didn't want him over there anyway. But he needed a quarterback that could cause a little ruckus. Uh, I think it's a blessing. The 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 team a team they can pick him up. Cause I'm telling you now, I, I'll be honest. Like I'm I'm gonna tell you this. So here's my thoughts of teams that he should go to. Right, 
He should go one of the teams, Buccaneers. And but he has to understand you're gonna be a backup. You're not gonna start. Mm-hmm. Go to the Cowboys. Go to Kansas City. Like I'm naming teams where his skill set would be, would be beneficial and utilized better. Yep. Right. Um. Who else? I would say. Shoot, Saints. Um. People like him coming to Houston. I said why? Say so, so. So they don't block for him. Like I, I told him, I say, I'm like, I'm like the him going to the Texans is like, it's like it's like it's like it's the, it's the Patriots freshman team. <laughs> so nah, not with that. Also, so my cousins, they have a podcast it's on YouTube, and I it's very interesting because you get to hear people's different perspectives as as, the, as how they handle relationships. The name of the podcast is Get a Love Like Mine Podcast. Please check it out. Uh, my cousin's name is Sam and Keisha Amos. Um, Keisha is my cousin uh, through blood, and Sam is Sam is her husband. Um, uh, oh, husband and wife podcast. So right. cute. Yeah, um, they talked about trust issues this past Sunday. It's like it's on YouTube. You put in Get a Love Like Mine Podcast. Check them out. Watch it. It is good. Um, I enjoyed it. Did you cry? No, of course not. I'm a grown man, dog. <laughs> I'm a that grown has man. nothing to do with crying. I'm a grown man, and trust me, there are some scenes and things that I see. <gasps> like my wife, my wife and kids make fun of me now because I it's certain animes and certain cartoons I see. That's just because you soft as marshmallows, but it's cool though. <laughs> but I love you though. You heard me. You heard me? So, of course, y'all know the music that we play, we don't own the rights to the music. song you heard today was by Lecrae. It's called Hold Up, Wait. Hold Up, Wait. Hold Up, Wait. Hold Up, Hold Up, Hold Up, Wait. Hey. Anyway, um, this was good, man. It's been a minute since we've been together. It's been like 12 I know, weeks. I know, I know. And, you know, we're able to get some stuff off of our chest. Yes. So... Next week, we're going to talk about single mothers. We'll just give y'all a little snippet of what we're going to talk about. Single mothers and just, you know, the stuff that they deal with is, I guess you could say, is, is why I am the way that I am as it pertains to single mothers. Now, he may cry next week. I ain't going to cry. Just because you said it, just because you mentioned it, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Okay, Mary J. Blige. Right. <laughs> I was actually thinking about uh, the best man with Lisa Ray. You must think one of them and Louise women. <laughs> so, but anyway, this your boy, Daydream. And your boy, Steven, who's happy to be back. Right. And COVID free. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Until then, peace. Peace.